Hi everyone, welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips Podcast with your host, Kelly Dupay. This podcast is filled with easy to understand and easy to apply tips and tools so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. I hope you're excited because today's episode is really going to help you. Here it is. Hi everyone, do you feel like you and your spouse, your husband or your wife, are going in two different directions. Whereas when you first started out this journey called your marriage and life together, you were walking side by side and you were growing closer to each other. But now because of the pain, because of the challenges, because of the problems that you're having, not only have you stopped moving closer to each other, you're now turned away and you're growing gradually apart from each other. You're drifting. Maybe it's slowly and gradually, or maybe it's because there's been a huge issue, a huge fight, a huge disagreement, a huge challenge that has come in the way, and now you're just moving away from each other, and you don't want to have your marriage end. You don't want to end up in divorce court, but you don't know how to stop. You don't know how to turn around and turn towards each other again and start moving back towards each other. That's what this recording is all about. I want to give you some tools and some ideas on how to turn towards your husband and and or your wife again. Hi, my name is Kelly. I'm a pastor, police chaplain, marriage coach who helps couples have the lifelong marriage that they really want. And I'm the author of this book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want. So I'm here today with some ideas. And what I'm talking about is the fact that um, couples start out very much in love, but life has a way of causing us to drift apart. In my book, I use the illustration of a dimmer switch, okay? That a, that life turns down gradually the connection or the strength or the brightness of your relationship. And so we've got to intentionally turn it back up. The metaphor I want to use today, however, is that of walking um, away from each other and then turning around and walking towards each other again. Same idea though. How do you turn it up? How do you turn around and start walking towards each other? So I've got seven different ideas that I think will really help you uh, turn this thing around. Just something for you to consider and um, apply towards each other as you uh, turn around. The first thing, it, let me assure you, that it can be done. You may be looking at your marriage right now and saying there is no way that this could ever get better, that this could heal, that we are on the path to divorce and there's nothing we can do about it. Let me assure you that there is. You can turn it around. God can do a miracle. He can heal your life and your marriage and your heart and he can bring you back to that place where you were before. It'll be different. It's never going to go back to being the way it was, but it can be restored to something that will last a lifetime. I believe in that with all my heart. There is no marriage that are beyond hope, I should say. Now, can all marriages be saved? Probably not, but I bet you a lot more can be saved than are being saved, and that's what I'm committed to in this ministry is helping couples turn things around so that they can get back on track and, like I said earlier, have the lifelong marriage that they really want. So what are my seven steps, seven ideas um, to stop moving from each other and start moving towards each other? 
basically it's this. I want you to think about taking baby steps. Okay. That's the first thing. We're going to take baby steps together to turn this thing around. It's like if you wanted to turn a big ocean liner or freighter, okay, it takes a long time for that thing to turn around and go the other direction. But it starts at a certain point in time where that captain gives the order to the helmsman or whatever they're called, the guy with the steering wheel, okay? And he says, I want to make your course. And then he gives the directions. You've seen it in the movies. You know how it works. Okay, and then it takes a long time for them to go the other way. But it can be done. And the same thing can happen in your marriage. But I want to encourage you to change the metaphor up a little bit to take baby steps, okay? Just, you're going to, the first thing you want to do is stop and then start taking these baby steps towards each other. So here are the baby steps, okay? And um, and this will help you stop the drifting apart and start taking the baby steps towards each other. Number one, look for things you agree on and have the same perspective on, okay? Now, you may have tons of stuff that you are just... But you know, busting heads about and disagreeing on, and there's been a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of damage to your relationship. I I, I get that. I talk to couples all the time, and I can tell the bent of uh, the pent up frustration that they have. What you need to do though is look for things that you do agree on. Just start small. Maybe it's politics. Maybe you both love the president. Maybe you both hate the president. Maybe, who cares? I, the point here, I'm not trying to be political, and I don't have a political agenda that I'm trying to, to um, um, you know, whatever, uh, speak to or encourage you to, to do. I just want to encourage you, find something that you agree on. Maybe it's a sports team. You know, I live here in Los Angeles, and I love the Dodgers. Um, and so maybe you start rooting for the Dodgers. Or you go to a Dodger game, or you watch the Dodgers on TV if it's baseball season, or the Lakers, or the Clippers. It doesn't matter. You get my point. Find something that you agree on, and then just start enjoying that together. Okay, um, maybe it's how you're raising your kids. Maybe it's what you're doing with your finances. You know, whatever. Find something. Look for things that you agree on, and have the same perspective on. Number two, temporarily set aside the painful things that need to be confronted, and build your connection first. Um, I remember a saying my dad taught me a long time ago, and I had no idea what this meant at the time. But he said this, he said, Kelly, if you want to fire heavy ammunition, in other words, if you want to confront somebody and, and tell them the truth and fire strong ammunition, he says, you first got to build a bridge strong enough to hold the tank. <laughs> so if I'm going to confront somebody, I need to build the bridge that's strong enough to hold the tank. Maybe that's what you and your wife or you and your husband need to do. You need to build the bridge that will be strong enough for you to then confront the issues that you're facing. So temporarily set aside those painful things, those things that do need to be confronted. Um, once again, I'm not encouraging you to sweep these things under a rug or just ignore them, but to simply say, you know what? Maybe let's focus on something else for the time being, and then we'll get to that stuff, okay? The other um, way to look at this is a saying that I heard um, that goes like this. You need to connect before you correct. 
You need to connect before you correct. That's a great thing to remember when you're raising kids <clears throat> because your kids need the connection with you. They need the relationship before they hear the correction from you about what they're doing wrong. Okay, so connect before you correct. Um, so build that bridge. So how do you do that? That's number three. Do things you both enjoy again. So maybe it's sports, maybe it's um, movies, maybe it's a um, going out to eat, maybe it's going for a walk. You know what? Just start doing those fun things again and allow. See, what you want to do, there's so many negative, there might be, I should say, so many negative feelings in your heart that have been building up and building up and you're just frustrated and you're angry and you're hurt and, and everything is just, you know, you, you can't talk to each other anymore and you don't know how to get out of it, okay? So um, what you want to do is, is take those negative feelings and start matching them or exceeding them with positive feelings. How do you do that? Creating some positive experiences with each other by doing fun things together. What do you guys like to do? Okay, and if you can't think of anything, just go back to the stuff that you used to do when your relationship first started, when you first started dating, <clears throat> you know, go out to eat, um, you know, make a reservation, uh, go spend the weekend away somewhere, and um, don't try to fix everything overnight, however. If you're going to spend the weekend away, keep it light, keep it fun, just f think about, you know what, there's a lot of junk we got to clean up. But what are we going to start with? Well, just start by building your connection again, by doing fun things that you both enjoy. Number four, accept each other as is and stop trying to change your spouse. Accept each other. Now, this is a little bit more of an internal kind of suggestion where it's like, okay, I just need to face the reality that my husband is this way or that my wife is this way and I need to let go of trying to change him or change her. Now, we can always make requests of our spouse, okay? We can always say, hey, honey, would you please do this or would you please do that? Would you stop leaving your shoes in the middle of the floor because I trip on them, you know, at night when I get up to go to the restroom? Um, you know, you can always make little requests like that, but I'm talking about kind of personality, uh, character qualities, those things that are kind of hardwired into who uh, you are and who your husband or wife is, okay? Accept them. And, and uh, a great way to do that is to appreciate um, that person. And that's one of the next things. Um, so this would be number five. Look for things you can appreciate about your spouse and express your thankfulness. So once again, you're looking for positive things. You're building the positive to over, overdo the, well, actually it was this way, to overdo the negative ones. Um, and so one way to do that is to appreciate. So that's number five. Look for things you can appreciate about your spouse and express your thankfulness. And maybe it's nothing more than, hey, thanks for cooking dinner. Thanks for taking out the trash. Thanks for cleaning the bathroom. Thanks for picking up your clothes. Um, I tell you, having an attitude of gratitude makes a difference. When I talk to couples and they're so angry and they're so hurt, what the, you know what they stop doing? They stop being polite to each other. I mean, it's the weirdest thing. It's like, you know, all of a sudden they're polite to me. Why? Because I'm their marriage coach. But with each other, they're just, you know, I mean, they say bad things. They accuse things, uh, each other of things. They say angry things. Why? Because there's so much anger inside. I get that. And we need to deal with that. But first, 
make the choice to be polite. Make the choice to simply say please and thank you and make requests instead of demands or, or orders. Okay, would you please making these requests? So that was um, number five. Number six, oh, this is huge. Start listening again to each other, especially when it's things where you're sharing your perspective, okay? And be open to the other person's perspective. Allow your spouse to influence you. And I've got other recordings on how to do that. But this is a huge concept that I think will bring you guys back closer to each other. It's just beginning to listen. You might learn something. You might discover something that you didn't know that you thought you knew about your husband or wife. So listen to each other with the goal of understanding, not confronting, not trying to heal, not trying to fix, but just understanding. Because once you start understanding the other person's perspective and maybe why they're angry or why they're hurt or why certain things bother them so much, it's like, oh my goodness, I never understood. Maybe it's their childhood. Maybe it's the way their parent treated them. Maybe it's the way they're getting treated at work and they're coming home angry and taking it out on you. Who knows what could be the cause of some of the struggles that you're having, but maybe it's not about you. Maybe it's about something else, but you'll never discover that until you open up your heart and your ears, okay? See, hearing is way different than listening. And I wanna encourage you to listen each other and try to understand. And then finally, number seven, take responsibility for the things that you've done wrong and apologize. Okay, now, this is not about asking for an apology from someone else. And there's a lot of other things that you're gonna need to work on and cover. But um, I want to encourage you to start with these baby steps. Let me go through them again. Look for things you agree on and have the same perspective. Number two, temporarily set aside the painful things that need to be confronted and build your connection first. Number three, do things you both enjoy again. Number four, accept each other as is and stop trying to change um, him or her. Number five, <laughs> look for things you can appreciate about your spouse and express your thankfulness. Number six, start listening to his or her perspective again and allow your spouse to influence you, being open to receive what they have to say. Even if, by the way, I'm not asking you to agree with it. Just be open to it. Just listen. Just seek to understand. And then number seven, take responsibility for the things that you have done that has damaged your marriage, that has hurt the connection between you and your spouse. And just say, I'm sorry. And leave it at that. You're not out, and, and maybe your spouse will ap apologize to you, okay? And yes, there are still a lot of things you need to do, but these are the baby steps. What are some of the other things that you're going to need to do? You're going to need to confront each other without emotion. Oh, how do you do that? Um, you're going to need to listen and understand each other on a deeper level. You're going to need to allow your spouse to apologize. You're going to need to forgive each other and then problem solve together. Those are the next, if you will, phase of things. But for today, um, what I want to encourage you to do is if you want to see things turn around or turn up, like in the title of my book, um, stop drifting away. Start turning back towards each other and allow that connection to be reformed. I was talking to a couple the other day, and at the end of the conversation, I said, what can you do to start rebuilding your connection? You know what the husband said? He said, I think I can start taking my wife out on dates again. I'm like, yeah, buddy, 
well done, well done. And I asked the wife, what can you do? And she said, I think I can start cooking for him and maybe being more patient. By the way, he was more excited about the patience than he was the cooking, but he appreciated the cooking too. But both of those things, they're huge. Why? Because that's a step in the right direction. And so you can do the same. Think about what you can do to heal and uh, to turn things around in your marriage. And I believe God will do this. So my favorite Bible verse when it comes to marriage is Genesis 2.24, where God says, For this reason, a man would leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So what is this all about? Right now, you're not living out that oneness. It's You're going in the opposite direction. So you want to turn around and start coming closer to each other so you can start creating that oneness again. That's God's plan for you. And I know God wants to bless you. Maybe you're uh, listening to this today and you're saying, I wish I had a roadmap. I wish I had a guide that would show me how to be married. Maybe you're newly married and you're not really sure how to, how to do this marriage thing. Maybe you've hit some bumps and you need to reevaluate because what you're doing isn't working. Or maybe you're in trouble and you're like, oh my goodness, we are in bad shape and we need to see some significant healing take place. So I have a roadmap for you. I wrote this book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Want. It's not the final word in marriage. There's a lot of great marriage books out there, but I think this one's pretty good and I think it might help you. So how do you get a copy? Go to my website, turnitup.coach. While you're there, by the way, you can book a free discovery call with me and the call can last up to an hour if you want that much time or maybe it's just 15, 20 minutes and um, tell me what's going on. I'll ask some questions and um, then, you know, I'll let you know if I'll be able to help you or not. And if I'm not going to be able to help you, well, then I'll let you know that and encourage you to find help somewhere else. But chances are you do probably need some kind of help and some kind of intervention in order to get back on track. It's not just information, but it's knowing how to apply the information and put it into practice. That's kind of what coaching uh, is all about. It's not therapy. It's not counseling. We're not going to talk about your childhood. We're not going to talk about past hurts and try to heal all of those or sort out all of that. That is very valid, and I encourage you to look into that if that's what you need. But maybe you just need to learn how to get along with each other, okay? So that's kind of where I come in. The other thing that you can do while you're there at the website is you can um, send me an email if you have any questions or comments or input or suggestions or, hey, do a video on this, Kelly. I'd be glad to do that. Last but not least, so my website, once again, is turnitup, all one word, dot coach. And um, you'll be able to find all the marriage resources that I have on there, plus um, order my book and then sign up for a free discovery call. Last but not least, I have a free Facebook group, um, which I'd love to uh, invite you to be a part of. And um, you can go to Facebook and uh, go to groups and then just type in Turn It Up and you'll see it listed right there. It's called Turn It Up, a group about relationships and marriage. So that's it for today. God bless you guys and may God bless your marriage. Hey everybody, it's Kelly and thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. If there's anything else I can do for you, please reach out to me at my website, which is turnitup.coach. There you'll find lots of other free marriage and relationship resources. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow 
rate and review this show so that I can let other people know about it as well. It really, really helps and I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, see how you review it. So thank you very much in advance for following, rating, and reviewing this podcast. Lastly, I have a free Facebook group called Turn It Up, a group about relationships and marriage, and I'd love to have you join us. So look us up on Facebook and uh, apply to join us, and I'll be glad to accept you. Thanks for listening again. God bless you.